Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 3, Chapter 48. The 48th chapter, The Day of Eternity and the Distresses of This Life. The Disciple. O most happy mansion of the city of above, O most bright day of eternity, which night does not darken, but which the highest truth ever enlightens, O day ever joyful and ever secure, which never changes its state to the opposite, O that this day shine forth, that all these temporal things come to an end, it envelops the saints all resplendent with heavenly brightness, but it appears far off as though, as through a glass to us wanderers on the earth. The citizens of heaven know how joyful that day is, but the exiled sons of Eve mourn that this one is bitter and tedious. The days of this life are short and evil, full of grief and distress, here man is defiled by many sins, and snared in many passions, enslaved by many fears, and burdened with many cares. He is distracted by many labors, oppressed by temptations, weakened by pleasures, and tortured by want. Oh, when will these evils end? When shall I be freed from the miserable slavery of vice? When, Lord, shall I think of you alone? When shall I fully rejoice in you? When shall I be without hindrance in true liberty, free from every grievance of mind and body? When will there be solid peace, undisturbed and secure, inward peace and outward peace, peace secured on every side? O good Jesus, when shall I stand to gaze upon you? When shall I contemplate the glory of your kingdom? When will you be all in all to me? Oh, when shall I be with you in that kingdom of yours, which you have prepared for your beloved from all eternity? I am left poor and exiled in a hostile land, where every day sees wars and very great misfortunes. Console my banishment, assuage my sorrow. My whole desire is for you. Whatever solace this world offers is a burden to me. I desire to enjoy you intimately, but I cannot attain to it. I wish to cling fast to heavenly things, but temporal affairs and unmortified passions bear me down. I wish in mind to be above all things, but I am forced by the flesh to be unwillingly subject to them. Thus I fight with myself, unhappy that I am, and am become a burden to myself, while my spirit seeks to rise upward and my flesh to sink downward. Oh, what inward suffering I undergo when I consider heavenly things, when I pray and a multitude of carnal thoughts rush upon me. O my God, do not remove yourself far from me, and depart not in anger from your servant. 
dart forth your lightning and disperse them. Send forth your arrows and let the phantoms of the enemy be put to flight. Draw my senses toward you and make me forget all worldly things. Grant me the grace to cast away quickly all vicious imaginings and to scorn them. Aid me, O heavenly truth, that no vanity may move me. Come, heavenly sweetness, and let all impurity fly from before your face. Pardon me also and deal mercifully with me, as often as I think of anything besides you in prayer. For I confess truly that I am accustomed to be very much distracted. Very often I am not where bodily I stand or sit. Rather, I am where my thoughts carry me. Where my thoughts are, there am I. And frequently my thoughts are where my love is, that which naturally delights, or is by habit pleasing, comes to me quickly. Hence you who are truth itself have plainly said, from where your treasure is, there is your heart also. If I love heaven, I think willingly of heavenly things. If I love the world, I rejoice at the happiness of the world and grieve at its troubles. If I love the flesh, I often imagine things that are carnal. If I love the spirit, I delight in thinking of spiritual matters. For whatever I love, I am willing to speak and hear about. Blessed is the man who, for your sake, O Lord, dismisses all creatures, does violence to nature, crucifies the desires of the flesh in fervor of spirit, so that with serene conscience he can offer you a pure prayer, and, having excluded all earthly things, inwardly and outwardly, becomes worthy to enter into the heavenly choirs. Here the disciple contemplates the difference between a day here on earth and the everlasting day of eternity. Here the days are short and fleeting. We have to endure many different things during our earthly day, and then we have to get through the night, which is dark. In heaven, there will be no night, because God is light. In him, there is no darkness. The day will last forever in heaven. Here on earth, we long for the end of our exile and of our suffering and our longing. Heaven will be different, will be eternally in the present. Then there will be no worry about sickness, old age, tiredness, etc. It will be a new reality. Our whole life here on earth has to become a preparation for heaven. We want to die to ourselves here to train our passions, to not give in to our every desire. By dying, we can rise to new life. We shouldn't waste our time trying to create a paradise here on earth. It won't last. We're not destined to stay here. Our home is in heaven. We are destined for immortality. We are in a spiritual battle here. We must train and fight like soldiers in the army of God. The greatest victory we can win is the battle over our own will. We can't take the path of least resistance. We can't constantly give in to sin and temptation. Let's pray for the grace of conversion. The Lord wants to help us, 
if we ask. So let's take up our cross and follow Christ. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.